0: Hi, and welcome to Life Lesson Stories for Kids, brought to you by the Maverick Minister Podcast. I'm Mike Davis.
1: And I'm Grace Smith, and we love to tell stories.
0: Yes, we do, and we have a lot of stories to tell. Some of them are happy.
1: Some of them are kind of sad.
0: Some are a lot of fun.
1: But none of them is boring, and all of them talk about things and ideas that would be great for you to hear
0: especially if you're a kid, a teenager, a young person, or a grown-up who is young
1: at heart. So get comfortable, because the story of the caterpillars who never gave up is about to begin.
0: Once there were two caterpillars, whose names were Penny and Pete. They were each about an inch and a half long, and they lived together in a great forest on a branch near the top of a very tall cottonwood tree. Their home was especially beautiful, almost a hundred feet tall, and it grew right next to a lovely stream that made sweet and relaxing babbling noises. They loved their caterpillar home, and they always had a fresh, tasty supply of leaves to eat anytime they wanted. They also lived high enough up on the very small branches of the tree so that birds and other predators couldn't get to them. And they had a beautiful view of the whole
1: forest. In addition, Penny and Pete were also brother and sister, and they were happy to be growing up together and looking forward to the time when they both would become beautiful butterflies. All things considered, they lived a very happy and wonderful life. After all... What more could any caterpillar ever want?
0: One breezy morning, Penny and Pete were inching and crawling their way along some of the very smallest branches near the top of the tree, searching for the most fresh, juicy, and yummy new leaves. Suddenly, an exceptionally strong gust of wind caught the tender branch they were on, and it broke completely off the tree. Before they could do anything, Penny and Pete were flying through the air, hanging onto the branch for dear life.
1: They were terrified, and the wind carried them far away from their tree, where they landed in some tall grass right next to the shore of the stream. Penny and Pete first checked themselves and each other to make sure neither of them was hurt. As soon as they were sure both of them were okay, they began to look around and try to figure out where they had landed. Penny was the first to recognize that she could see their home tree far off in the distance. She told Pete, who looked at the tree and said, Oh no! Our
0: tree is so far away! We'll never be able to itch our way home! It's just too far and it's going to be way too hard for us to get there! Penny
1: replied, Pete, stop being so negative. We have to get home. We can't just stay here in the grass. Giving up is not an option. But I have to admit, how to start our journey is kind of a problem. Pete gave out a big sigh and said, Problem?
0: Problem? Penny, I told you it was hopeless. If we try inching back through this high grass, we'll lose sight of the tree, start going in the wrong direction, and be completely lost. We just can't do it. Penny replied,
1: Okay. I agree we can't get home by going through the grass, but that doesn't mean it's hopeless. We can climb down to the stream bank and move along the flat ground by the water where there isn't any grass. That way we'll be able to see the tree the whole time, and when we get to it we can climb back up to the top and be back home. Pete didn't say anything for a moment, then he responded.
0: I still think this isn't going to work, but we might as well try to get to the stream bank, I guess. I guess it's better than doing nothing. So Penny and Pete started inching their way out of the grass and down to the stream. Now, most people don't realize it, but caterpillars can't move very quickly or go very far with each of what we might call a step. It actually takes a caterpillar, who is about an inch and a half long, almost a whole day to go 10 or 12 feet.
1: Luckily, Penny and Pete were only about two feet from the stream bank when they started inching out of the tall grass and moving toward home. About halfway to the stream, they met a small frog, whose name was Freddy. Freddy hopped up to Penny and Pete, introduced himself, and asked,
0: I don't mean to be nosy, but what are you two doing way out here by yourselves? Why, it's not safe for caterpillars to be just walking around down here. Something might just come up and eat you.
1: Pete quickly said in a worried voice. You aren't plenty to eat us, are you, Freddy?
0: Oh, no, not me. No offense, but y'all don't taste very good to frogs. Not that I'd have eaten you anyway. I'm just a little worried about you is all, Penny said.
1: Thanks so much for caring about us, Freddy. We're trying to get home to our tree way over there. She was pointing to their tree with her tail. Freddy looked at it and said,
0: oh that's a pretty fur piece. How'd you get all the way over here?
1: Penny told Freddy all about the wind, how they were blown off the tree, and how they landed here, Freddy said.
0: Well, that's going to be a mighty long, slow walk. But I got an idea that might get you there a lot quicker and safer, too.
1: What do you have in mind, Freddy? replied
0: Penny. How about if you two climb up on my back and I'll hop you back to your tree? That'd be a lot quicker than inching and crawling.
1: Pete spoke up and said,
0: That's not a bad idea, but I doubt it'll really work. Penny replied,
1: Actually, Freddy, that's a great idea. Come on, Pete, let's do it.
0: So Penny and Pete inched over to Freddy's back legs and started to climb up toward his back. Unfortunately, they had only gone a few inches up Freddy's legs before they started sliding back down because his skin was wet and slippery.
1: They tried a second time, but slipped down to the sand just like before. Pete said. See,
0: I knew it wouldn't work. Penny glared at Pete, turned to Freddy and said,
1: Oh, Freddy, this was a great idea, but we can't climb up and hold on to your skin. It's just too slippery for us. I guess we'll just have to inch our way home now.
0: Well, maybe not. I got another idea, said Freddie. Oh, boy, I can hardly wait to hear what you have in mind this
1: time, said Pete in a mocking voice.
0: I reckon I can float you home. Penny looked doubtful and asked.
1: That sounds a little dangerous. Caterpillars can't swim or even float, you know.
0: Yep, I know. I've been told that y'all don't even like to get wet. But I got a way to get you to your tree and keep you high and dry at the same time.
1: How? How? Freddy grinned a very froggy grin, hopped over to a large leaf, carefully took hold of it with his teeth, brought it back over to Penny and Pete, and then he said,
0: Y'all just crawl up on this leaf and I'll float you down to your tree. Now before you get worried, I'm going to swim next to the leaf the whole way so it don't get caught up in the current of the stream, and I'll push it up on the bank just as soon as we get to the tree so y'all can start climbing for home. Pete looked unconvinced, but Penny replied,
1: Oh, Freddie, you're the best. Thank you so much for your help.
0: Then Penny and a reluctant Pete climbed onto the leaf as quickly as their little caterpillar legs would allow. After they were aboard, Freddy grabbed the leaf in his mouth, pulled it into the stream, and they started floating toward the tree.
1: Freddy swam right beside the leaf and guided it all the way. When they reached the base of the tree, he pushed the leaf onto the shore and pulled it as close to the tree as he could so the caterpillars wouldn't have very far to crawl before they could start up the tree trunk for home.
0: Penny and even Pete were excited and happy to be this close to home. They both turned to Freddy and Penny said,
1: Oh, Freddy, we can't thank you enough for all your help and great ideas. You're our friend forever and we'll never forget you. Pete continued,
0: Yeah, I guess we would never have made it this far without you and your help. Freddy replied, Oh, shucks, y'all would have made it on your own but it would have took a pretty long time. I'm just glad I could help. Now y'all get skedaddling on home. You got a fur piece yet to get up that trunk.
1: Penny and Pete thanked Freddy once again, and then they started their climb toward the top of the tree. They hadn't gone very far when Pete asked, Penny,
0: how long do you think it'll take us to make it home at the top of the tree? Penny looked up, thought for a moment, and finally said,
1: Pete, I think it's about a hundred feet straight up to home. And we can climb about ten feet or so in a day. So I guess that means it'll take us about ten days to get home. Pete gulped and said, Ten days?
0: Ten days? We can't climb for ten days. Well, that's too far. That's too hard. We'll never make it. We're doomed. We should just give up. Penny turned to Pete. Gave him a very stern look and then said,
1: Now you listen to me, Peter Caterpillar. We can and we will make it home. Giving up is not an option because giving up means the end of us and our becoming butterflies. Look how far we've come already. I don't want to hear any more of your whining and negativity. We are going to keep climbing no matter how long it takes or how hard it is. Do you understand me?
0: With that, Penny turned and started climbing up the tree trunk.
1: Pete just stood still for a long moment and then said, But!
0: Penny cut him off and snapped.
1: No buts, mister. Either you come with me right now or I'm going home without you. And Penny started climbing again, even without looking back. Okay, I'm coming, said Pete. But I still think it's hopeless. And Pete started climbing right behind Penny. After they had climbed and climbed for what seemed like a very long time, because it was, they reached the first large branch of the tree. They were hungry, exhausted, and the sun was beginning to set. It didn't take them long to find a comfortable little cranny where some nice leaves were growing, and they settled down to eat and rest for the night. When they woke up the next morning, Pete started complaining again.
0: This is too hard! I can't climb any further! I give up. I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. Penny stopped, turned around, looked at him for a moment. Then she said,
1: You can't? You can't? Yes, you can. What makes you think you can't go any further? Pete replied,
0: I'm tired. I hate climbing and all six of my feet hurt. It's too hard to do this. I quit. Penny was quiet. And then she said,
1: Okay, you can't do it, and you quit. So what are you going to do? Are you just planning to sit here on the side of this tree until a bird comes along and eats you? Pete looked shocked and replied,
0: Huh? What do you mean? Penny went on.
1: I mean that if you stop climbing and just stay here, you'll be out in the open where birds live and birds eat caterpillars. If you come with me and climb back to our home, which is high on the tree with branches that are too small for birds to build nests, then we will both be safe from being eaten. So you can't quit unless you want to be bird food. Pete replied, Oh, I hadn't thought about that. But it's just so
0: far, and I don't think I can make it, Penny said.
1: Oh, Pete, stop thinking about how far we have left to go and what we haven't done. Instead, concentrate on how far we've already come and how every step we take moves us closer to home. You can do it. We are doing it now, so just keep going. Pete gave a weary sigh, shook his head, and said, Okay, okay.
0: Let's go, Penny said.
1: Okay, Pete, but before we start, I want you to do something while we're climbing, especially whenever you start thinking you can't make it.
0: Uh, what do you want me to do? Penny went on.
1: I want you to say, out loud, yes, I can, yes, I can, I know I can, I know I can. Pete, say it with me right now. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I know I can. I know I can. Come on, Pete, say it. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I know I can.
0: I know I can.
1: Oh, say it again like you mean it. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I know I can. I know I can. Then Pete said in a strong, confident voice, OK, Penny. Let's go home! And Pete and Penny started their climb toward home.
0: The determined caterpillars spent the next five days climbing up and up the tree and getting ever closer to home. Pete chanted his, Yes, I can, yes, I can, I know I can, I know I can, refrain over and over as they climbed. And at the end of each day, the very tired pair ate heartily and then slept well through each night.
1: As they were waking up and getting ready to start day seven of their journey, they suddenly heard a noise that made them shudder with fright. A bird had just landed on their branch and was looking for something to eat. They froze and tried their best to look like they were part of the tree, but it didn't take long for the bird to spot them and start moving down the branch in their direction.
0: Penny and Pete looked at each other and then closed their eyes as they waited for the end to come. Suddenly, just as the bird was about to gobble them up, it looked startled, spread its wings wide, quickly lifted off the branch, and flew away from the tree. The stunned caterpillars, still with their eyes closed, were sitting frozen in fear there on the branch. Finally, Penny opened one eye and said,
1: Pete, I don't know why. But I think the bird's gone.
0: Pete, who was facing the other way, replied in a fearful voice,
1: Penny? I think I know why the bird left. Penny turned around, and there only a few inches away was a full-grown tree squirrel towering over them. Pete wailed. Oh, no! We're going to get eaten for sure now!
0: The squirrel, who was looking directly at them, simply sat down on the branch arched his tail over its back, smiled a big smile, and said,
1: Now, honey pie, I am not about to eat y'all. First of all, I'm a vegetarian. And second, I'm a friend of Freddy the Frog, who asked me to keep an eye on y'all so nothing bad would happen to you.
0: Penny replied,
1: Oh, my goodness, thank you so much. You saved us from being eaten by that bird. Pete chimed in.
0: Oh, yes, Miss Squirrel. Thank you, thank you. And please, tell Freddy we thank him, too.
1: Now, y'all don't need to call me Miss. My name is Sally, and I'm just pleased as punch to be able to help. I've been following you two since the day after you started up the tree. Freddy said I should let you make the climb on your own, so i just been staying back and making sure you were safe. But, Lordy, y'all sure do move slow.
0: Penny and Pete gave each other a confused look. And then Penny asked,
1: Sally, is there a faster way for us to get up the tree? We've been climbing as quickly as our little legs will carry us.
0: Sally chuckled and replied,
1: Oh, yes. I know how to get you there pretty near as fast as grease lightning, but I don't want to keep y'all from making it all the way on your own if that's what you really want. Pete quickly replied in an excited voice,
0: Oh, please, please, Sally. We've already proved that we can do it on our own. But getting there quicker would be wonderful. Penny continued Pete's thoughts by adding,
1: Yes, Sally, and we've already taken so much of your time protecting us. I think at this point, the quicker we can get home, the better.
0: Sally smiled a knowing smile and said,
1: Well, if y'all sure. Let's get going.
0: And with that, Sally stood up, dropped her tail flat on the branch right in front of Penny and Pete and said,
1: now y'all climb up on my tail right near where my back starts.
0: Penny and Pete moved as quickly as they could up on Sally's tail. Then Sally continued.
1: Now, y'all get a real good grip on the fluffy part of my tail and hold on tight because you're about to go for a ride on the Sally Squirrel Express. Yeehaw! haw
0: And Sally lifted up her tail and darted up the tree trunk at breakneck speed. It only took her a few minutes to cover the last 40 feet of the tree trunk. And when they reached the highest branch that would hold her weight, Sally stopped, lowered her tail carefully onto the branch, and announced,
1: Here we are, Caterpillar Station. Your home is just about two feet higher, but this is about as far as I can go.
0: Penny and Pete quickly climbed down from Sally's tail, and Penny said,
1: Oh, Sally, we can't thank you enough for everything. You're wonderful, and I hope we can be friends for a really long time. Pete chimed in.
0: Oh, yes, Sally! We both wish there was something we could do for you, after all you've done for us. But I guess there's not a lot that caterpillars have to offer that a squirrel might like. Sally replied,
1: Well, Sonny, that's not true. There is one thing you could do for me.
0: Penny asked excitedly,
1: Oh, please, please tell us. We would love to do something for you.
0: Sally continued,
1: Here's what y'all can do for me and for Freddy, too. When y'all turn to butterflies, you just fly on down and visit both of us and just let us see how beautiful y'all are. That would make us about as happy as we can be. Penny said, Sally, visiting you and Freddy will be our first flight after we come out of our cocoons. And Pete added, You can count on that, Sally. We promise. And Sally gave another big smile as she started back down the tree trunk to her home. After Sally left, Penny and Pete finished climbing the last few feet to their home. They were so happy to be there that they did a little bitty caterpillar dance to celebrate.
0: Then they settled down and started spinning their cocoons because the time had come for them to begin their change from being caterpillars to becoming butterflies. It didn't take them very long before the cocoons were almost done and they were ready to go inside. Penny and Pete took one last look at each other, waved their antenna, and Penny said,
1: I'll see you soon, and we'll both be awesome, Pete replied. I can hardly wait. Thanks for
0: being such a great sister and for helping me to never give up. Then Penny and Pete crawled inside their cocoons and closed them up.
1: About three weeks later, both cocoons started to move and shake as Penny and Pete started breaking them open so they could come out as butterflies.
0: Pete broke through first, and as he came out of his cocoon, He noticed that he had six lovely long legs instead of the short stubby ones he had as a caterpillar. As soon as he stood up on them, suddenly four beautiful large black and yellow wings spread out wide behind him.
1: When he turned his head to look at his wings, he noticed that Penny's cocoon was still closed and was shaking wildly. Pete quickly walked over to it and called out, Penny,
0: are you still in there? Penny cried out from inside the cocoon.
1: Pete! I'm trapped in here. It won't break open. I can't get out. Help me, help me, please. Pete said,
0: Penny, you know I can't break it open for you. You have to do it so your wings will form and be strong. Come on, Penny,
1: push harder. Pete, I can't do it. I've been trying and trying and I just can't do it. Pete thought for a moment and then said,
0: Now, Penny, I have an idea. I need for you to do exactly what I tell you. Can you do that? Penny replied.
1: I'll do anything if you can get me out of this cocoon prison.
0: Okay, then repeat after me. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I know I can. I know I can.
1: What? That's not going to help. I've already tried everything. I'm really trapped in here.
0: Oh, Penny, stop thinking about what hasn't helped. Instead, concentrate on how not giving up got us home. You can do it. We are going to do it together right now, so say it with me like you mean it. Penny was quiet for a minute, then she said, Okay, let's do it. Here we go, and push as hard as you can while we're saying it. Yes, I can.
1: Yes, I can. I know I can. I know I can. Say it again, louder. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I can. I know I can. I know I can. Penny yelled out the words and pushed with all her might against the cocoon. Pete noticed a small tear in the cocoon starting to form as they were repeating the words. He yelled to Penny. Penny, it's working! It's working! Let's say it again! They both yelled the words at the top of their lungs and Penny pushed harder. Yes, Yes, I I can! can. Yes, I can! I I know I can! I know I can. can!
0: With that, Penny's cocoon broke wide open and she popped right out of it.
1: And when she stood on her long legs, she was an absolutely beautiful monarch butterfly with long flowing wings of orange and yellow and black surrounded by lovely white markings on the edges.
0: She stood tall, spread her wings wide, stretched her whole butterfly body, and then turned and said to Pete,
1: Thank you for saving me, brother. Pete replied,
0: I didn't save you. I just reminded you of what you taught me about believing in myself. And it worked for you, too. Then they both laughed, and Penny said,
1: Well, I think it's time for us to try out these wings and visit a squirrel and a frog. Penny,
0: I think you're absolutely right. After all, we have a promise to keep.
1: Let's Let's do do it. it! And off they flew.
0: You know, I think there are two words in the English language that should never be used together. The words are I and can't. Now, there are plenty of times that each word can be used alone. Like when we might say, I like you, or I think you are a great friend. And we could say, elephants can't fly without an airplane or something like that. Because we know that some things really are impossible. But when we say something like, I can't do it because it's just too hard. That's not right, because it says we've already decided to fail and we've given up. It also says we're not even willing to try. My grandmother, who was a very wise lady, told me over and over again while I was growing up that there was nothing I couldn't do or become if I was willing to work as hard as I could at it, be patient, and never ever give up. And I found out she was right about that. Now, I haven't always gotten everything I want and I haven't always succeeded at everything I've tried, but I have accomplished a lot of things that I thought I would never be able to do because I never gave up on them.
1: Pete, the caterpillar in our story, learned that very same lesson from his sister, Penny. She encouraged him, pestered him, reminded him, and finally convinced him that he could climb up the tree to their home. Later in the story, He also reminded her and encouraged Penny to break out of their cocoon, even when it was very difficult to do. There are a lot of times when each of us feels like giving up on something that's difficult, uncomfortable, or just something we don't want to do. At those times, it's easy to say, I just can't do it. But that's always the wrong thing to say. The right thing to say is, Yes Yes, I can, can. yes Yes, I I can. can, I know I can, I know I can.
0: We hope you enjoyed this story and we look forward to sharing a whole lot more stories with you in upcoming episodes.
1: You know, the best way to live each and every day is to believe in yourself and to never give up. So whenever you feel like saying, I can't do it, just remember this. Yes, you can. We know you can. Thanks for listening.